brother. Tell me about this plan again. Alright, man. Be easy. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna need to take a motherfucking wee wee Wally wee. That mean Paris. Paris, you know what I mean? I need you to come with me, do the damn thing, do some tracks, you know, some do doom 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 doom, you know what I mean? And we out like that, my man. For real. Don't front the play. That was a big one. Hope you like that one. Log one, everybody. What's going on today? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. This is your buddy, your friend once again. Or if you don't know me yet, welcome to the lounge for the first time. My name is Mortimer. My friends call me Magic. Some people call me the general manager, DJ, MC, and selector of this show, okay? Where we're going through the record collection. One album at at a time and right now we are in the D's still which is great because guess what well this isn't gonna be news but uh, you've probably already seen it today is Devo so let us join together and bear witness to another demonstration of such intense joy of being while we listen to the music all right but before we get to the tunes, let's talk about the movie that we watched. We watched Dead Presidents, 1995's Dead Presidents, The Hughes Brothers, Vietnam, Bank Robbery, The Bronx, The 70s, The Streets. Tough choices, man. Tough choices need to be made sometimes, you know? Sometimes they don't go your way. I like this movie. This is my second time seeing it since 1996 or 7. 
But you don't have to see this movie. I'm not gonna give this a big recommend. The Hughes Brothers, I like the Hughes Brothers. Like Menace to Society was awesome, but even looking back on that movie, there's some a couple parts like or scenes that are kind of cheese and I'm just like ah Hughes Brothers like just tighten it up a bit and it's my same complaint about this movie even though Dead Presidents like I said it's really good it's got a good soundtrack it's they put money into it Vietnam it was it was really violent it was almost like overly bloody I would say that's a pretty harsh criticism but uh, you can let this one pass by without missing too much You've probably got more history of the Vietnam War from this podcast by now than you would from the movies. So, uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. I'm, I'm being an idiot here. See the movie. Check out the movie. For the soundtrack, at least. So, big ups to dead presidents. <laughs> Yo, moving on. Okay, I want to start off by saying... Welcome to the Treehouse Lounge, where it's always quality over quantity. Alright, remember that. Quality first. Devo. Devo. It's like, who's Devo? Oh, those guys that do that weird song, Whip It. It's like, oh yeah, those guys, they're like some joke band. Are they? Is that what you think? Did you see this episode title and you're like, oh, Devo, I bet you he'll play a whip it. Can you name another Devo song? This is what I want to know. This is our little experiment of today. Does anybody know any other Devo song? What if I was like, if what if we were standing in front of each other and I was like, all right, I will give you $1 million right now in cash if you can correctly identify one extra Devo song. How many of you out there would take that money? I was thinking about it today when I was thinking about this and not me. I I couldn't think of another one after Whip It. And I was like, well, that's the way it is with Devo. No, I knew they had more stuff and good stuff. And as I started to do the research today, I was like, oh yeah, this track. I was like, oh yeah, this track. But there's a lot more to these guys than people who weren't fully experiencing them in the 80s would ever know. First of all, it's five dudes. There was two sets of brothers and they got together in Akron, Ohio in 1973. Here's where things start to come together. (laughs) The brothers went to Kent State University and I don't think they were there in 1970 I don't think they witnessed the massacre themselves but they attended that school shortly after because Devo's first performance was at the university in 1973 so they had already been students there ain't that some shit So think about the culture and the environment that these guys started creating the music in. The very same place that one of the worst student massacres at the hands of a government because school shootings as we know them today had not yet started happening so frequently. We're talking about National Guardsmen killing students, remember. So that's where Devo, who were like 
we talked about geek punks, nerd punks with the descendants. That's these guys. They just had a different sound. These guys also were super smart, experimental, satirical, cutting edge, visually stimulating, controversial, talented, and unfortunately largely written off by the mainstream after their success in the 80s. So check this out, here's the juice. Started way earlier than I ever thought in 1973 in Ohio. They were doing their thing, they were making music. They were using synthesizers, maybe, maybe not yet. I don't know, I don't really know what this really early stuff sounded like. I haven't, I haven't yet sought it out. But one of their early biggest fans was none other than David Bowie. The band had been featured in a film in the like 1976 or 7 Ann Arbor, Michigan Film Festival. And somehow David Bowie was involved in that or saw the film and uh, reached. So for a long time, for years before Whippet ever came out, these guys were doing their thing, doing big things behind the scenes. In 1977, Neil Young asked the band to appear in a film he was making called Human Highway. It was released in 1982. In the film, the band portrayed post-apocalyptic garbage men, something like that. I don't know, I haven't seen it. In 1978, these guys played Saturday Night Live. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, yeah, right. Gotta check that out. I gotta check that out. I might might go out for a smoke and check that one out. Smoke a joint, not a cigarette. Weed. Ganja. Mary Jane. Mary. I'm not sure. It was around it was around that time, 76, 77, 78. David Bowie. David Bowie. R.I.P. And his good friend, Iggy Pop. What up, Iggy? It seems they, like, lobbied Warner Brothers Music, the record label, to give Devo a deal. Successfully lobbied, or successfully introduced Warner Brothers to the power of Devo. So that's pretty heavy, heavy backing. Heavy hitters as your backing. But let's not forget, unlike Drake... It was the music that caught Bowie and Iggy's attention. <laughs> not, not just the fact that they had met before. In 1979, still before the 80s, in 1979, Rhino Records released an album called Devotees. Devotees. This was an album of other bands doing Devo cover songs. I was like, what? They were that popular, yet still not mainstream? because they didn't hit the mainstream until the album that we are gonna be listening to today hit the streets in 1980. It is called Freedom of Choice. One of the beauties of capitalism, right? Freedom of Choice. This one has Whip It, but it also has an even better song. Cause I know 
Whip It kind of sounds like a joke song, but you'll you can still dance to it. You know, it's a fun song. It's fun. I think we should listen to it right now. Pay attention to the lyrics. They're satirical. See if you can figure out what they're making fun of. Do they really believe that when a problem comes along, you must whip it? Certainly they do. But how to approach that problem? Therein lies the rub. But. song came out some DJ luckily I guess picked it out off the track list and played it and it became a hit and as it spread around the country those who only had heard the song based on the idea or suspicion of one guy one DJ that the song was about masturbation all of a sudden everyone just like oh yeah whip it it's about masturbation but it wasn't. It was about, like, is the best way to solve problems to use blunt force or, like, lashing, slicing force. Apparently it was a send-up of America. But uh, pretty soon, 
there was you know they were constantly asked is it about is whip it like actually you know is it are you actually talking about and diva was like no no like geez sh shut up and uh, but eventually they're just like yes okay it is it is it's a song about masturbation so i thought that was pretty funny because apparently it got so bad that every interview they did would start with like hey so like do you guys jerk off <laughs> Or whatever, you know, some goof, whatever these these foolish goof questions would be that they would get all the time. Can you imagine how annoying and repetitive that would be for some misinterpretation of your actual art into some super dumbed down, <laughs> you know, jerk off joke? Cripes, man. Okay, I want to talk about something else right now. Just, just to give a little warning. I'm saying, if you skip episodes or skip parts of an episode thinking you don't like or you don't care about some acts I'm just gonna I'm here to warn you right now it's possible that at the end of the day someday you might be missing that crucial piece of the puzzle that we're putting together here I think we can do better than that I think we should consider it an exercise in mental fortitude to push through and trust your man Morty that I am bringing you the juice and everything that you're hearing is good. Nothing need be overlooked because of preconceived notions or previously existing persisting perceptions. That is to say, in life, my friends, be careful what you choose to ignore. You might be harming yourself in the long run. Okay. Devo. De-evolution. De it means de-evolution. It was a joke. The band was like, humans are no longer evolving. In fact, we've stopped and we're regressing into lesser mental capacities. We are devolving. That's pretty bleak. But I've actually wondered about this, but I believe that we are currently evolving and that is happening mostly in the mind. We've evolved our bodies to pretty much perfection but where we have the ability to grow more is our minds come with me then come with me then for the next song gates of steel stand beside me and imagine that together we stare into the face of death but are comforted in our togetherness come with me Let's go.
Look, look, we made it. We made it together. Wasn't that a beautiful experience? Aren't you glad you didn't skip over that song because you'd never heard of it? <laughs> oh man, what a tune. What a great song. That's that staring into the abyss. That's that having the abyss stare back at you and you stand with no fear type tune, isn't it? <laughs> so, like I said earlier, unfortunately, these guys dropped off as as it happens, right? But it was just the, it's just the perception of them that I wanted to try to change in some minds today. These guys made a lot of cool videos. They were like visual artists. They use MTV a lot. MTV used them. After the success of Whip It and what they went through with all the stupidity surrounding that, they had a song or an album called Through Being Cool. Like they're through with it, they're done. Through Being Cool. Over It, which I thought was interesting. Mark Mothersbach, one of the guys, one of the, the Mothersbach brothers, he went on to... Well, all these guys went on. Like, no one no one died until, I think, like, 2013. But Mark Mothersbach went on to make the intro music for Pee-wee's Playhouse, which was a show that I watched when I was a kid, believe it or not. <laughs> Maybe we should start doing a secret word around the lounge, you know? <laughs> so... Check this out. When the band decided it was over, they were in the tour bus in the movie This Is Spinal Tap was playing. And they saw that and they thought, oh my goodness, boys, this is us. We are these losers. <laughs> we are these wash-ups trying to extend it. They decided right then and there to stop performing live. Ain't that some shit? That's going to be it for me today, my friends. I am going to say peace. I'm going to say this isn't a podcast, it's a movement, okay? A gathering. And I'm going to say some people would rather have other people tell them what they should like. Isn't that kind of sad? (laughs) Until tomorrow, everyone. 24 hours, bring it back here. One time for more of this good, good loving. That's it for me, your buddy Mortimer, the magic man, main, cracking open safes one day, one episode at a time. Don't worry about me, cats, because I will be back and I will see you tomorrow. Peace, y'all. Peace to the gods and the earth, but especially the earth. Peace.